Welcome to the Emotional Eating Unwrapped Podcast. I'm your host, Alana Kessler, an emotional eating and weight loss coach for women looking to fall in love with eating, create healthy attachments with food, and lose weight sustainably. Welcome to today's episode. And today's episode is going to be holiday specific. So I can't believe I'm actually saying this, but holiday season is really just around the corner, in fact. And I know for myself, uh, the idea of holiday season can sometimes be, you know, it can sometimes be activating, right? Like many different emotions can arise, happiness, excitement, stress, emotions we can't describe. Um, But either way, holiday time is often charged with emotion. And so today we're going to be exploring an important and really, I think, relevant topic, which is how to navigate eating and relaxing our nervous systems around food and everything else really. So like I always say, food and the context of your life are all intricately connected and holiday season is a time of the year that truly, truly does magnify both of those things, right? Food and the context of our lives, right? There's so many family events or lack of family events. There's so many societal things, cultural things. There's just so much energy and pressure and expectation even around holiday season. And it's so important to acknowledge that and to even start preparing for that emotional charge and energetic charge now in October. And truthfully, I don't know about you, but when I was younger, when I was a kid in the 90s, the 80s and 90s, in fact, um, I don't feel like holiday season started until December, but now it seems like holiday season is starting earlier and earlier every year. I almost feel like Halloween is really when holiday season starts. And I was shocked that even at the end of August, coffee stores around Brooklyn and New York, where I live right now, they were already starting to sell pumpkin spice lattes, which is fully a sign that fall is coming. I don't know about you, but when I walk by a store and when I walk by a coffee shop or I walk by a store and there's pumpkin spice wafting at me, to me, it all of a sudden signals fall and it all of a sudden signals holidays and, you know, who knows what my subconscious is doing underneath all of that. And if it happens for me, I believe that it happens for other people. And if you're listening to this, it might happen for you too. And um, this is a topic then that I want to start talking about now. So that way we can feel prepared and have some tools under our belt when the holidays season actually kicks off with actual holiday events. So the holidays, like I said, can be a time of festivities, but and happiness and excitement, but they can also bring stress and overwhelm and even more so for for people who struggle 
with our relationship to food and with our connections to food and eating and our attachments to food and eating. So in this episode, we'll specifically explore how to reframe how we think and relate to food and eating during this holiday season, which of course the intention is for it to be celebratory, but if we're being really honest, which I like to be on this podcast and acknowledge everyone's emotional experience, for some of us, it's not always celebratory and it's more often stressful. So we'll explore how to reframe and re-relate to food and eating during this holiday season. So whether it's stress, sadness, loneliness, or even happiness, right? Happiness, excitement, anticipation, we'll discover how to channel our emotions in productive ways rather than seeking comfort and even mindlessly just engaging in, uh, in food, right? And sweet treats during the season. So yes, it's true that you know, emotional eating or attachments to food can be because we're looking to food to soothe discomfort. The holiday season, because of all of its hoopla and, you know, all of its different um, uncentering activities, right, whether that's, whether they are uh, happy activities or or obligatory activities, right, Um, we can end up eating mindlessly, Right? So it's not just about comfort. It's also about making sure that we keep our attention, intention, and integrity around our relationship to eating and food during holiday season. So first of all, it's important to acknowledge that some of this is really hardwired within us and kind of kind of unconscious, right? Our It's important to acknowledge that our brains and even our nervous systems are naturally wired to crave these types of special treats during the holidays. Naturally wired and also literally sold to. So like I described before, that smell of pumpkin spice when I walk down Broadway in New York City that I'm smelling from Starbucks, from from Joe's Coffee or whatever, from whatever coffee shop that I'm going to walk by uh, is not an accident. It's on purpose, right? So a lot of this is also things in our environment that we can't control. But once we bring awareness and attention to it, we have a lot more of a capability and our chances of being successful uh, in in being empowered around our choices gets even higher. So it's important to acknowledge that our brains and our nervous systems are naturally wired to crave special treats during the holidays. There's nostalgia. Again, there's the sensations, the smells, right? Triggers a biological response that pulls us towards these familiar and comforting foods. So pumpkin, gingerbread, memories, right? Um, Whatever it is, these smells trigger rituals, memories, um, these real uh, somatic types of of experiences that, that, you know, get us into this, into this place of wanting to consume it 
so that we can feel something, right? And that's really the gap that we're trying to create, that a a desire to feel a certain sense of connection, celebration, even if a food triggers that for us, we don't necessarily have to then indulge in it all the time or immediately. What we want to get to is a place of choice. We want to get to the place where we understand what's happening and we could choose we can choose to decide what to do with the food. It doesn't come from a feeling of mindlessness and it doesn't come from a feeling of urgency, which are two of the kind of undercurrents that come with the holiday season for emotional eaters. Now, they are prevalent with emotional eating all the time, but typically the holidays have uh, a more heightened uh, opportunity for us to feel urgency and for us to mindlessly eat, okay? So true freedom and peace, right, that feeling that we want to get over the holidays where we're enjoying, right, where we're enjoying decadent indulgences without feeling that sense of guilt or shame or overstuffed um, or constant or, you know, fear of of fear of overeating, uh, preoccupation, worry, right? So instead of, so we don't want to feel that. And true freedom and peace that we're looking to feel in in eating over the holiday season is about finding that balance between enjoying our favorite foods and the boundaries that we set for ourselves around the foods that are rooted in our own intentions, goals, and integrity. Right? So like I said before, it's really about the choice. Okay? We want to get to the place where we understand and recognize what's happening. We're willing to be present with the emotional experience of urgency or um, we're, we're able to say, wow, so much is going on and we can properly name what's happening with the experience. We could sense the, the feeling of wanting to turn to food or if it's mindless, we can snap ourselves out of the mindlessness and we can recognize that, oh, I'm just mindlessly eating this. And we can go back to some of our tools and skills, which I will be going over, and we can make choices, right? And that is where empowerment and true freedom comes from. So how do we do this? I'm going to go over three different ways that we can do this. And the first one is going to be called somatic recollection. Not sure if this is a real word, but I made it up. Um, I, I explain it this way to my clients. It's really about before the holidays festivities kick off, you want to take some time to reflect on how your own holiday trigger foods make you feel. So the goal of somatic recollection is to try and get that activated feeling in your body before the actual event happens in real time, right? So it's almost like a dress rehearsal, and it's, but it's like a visualization dress rehearsal, 
right? So you want to take some time to reflect on how your own holiday trigger foods make you feel. So maybe it's your mom's cookies or, you know, your grandmother's um, sweet potato pie or whoever. Maybe it's uh, stuffing and gravy, whatever it is, or a special restaurant you go to with your friends each year. And you want to reflect on imagining yourself in that scenario and try to call in the sensations of urgency, of maybe you dissociate slightly from your eating experience because you're con- you're overly connected to what's happening in your social dynamics, right? So there's the social dynamic element, whether that's feeling pressure because you're around people. Um, but sometimes there's that social dynamic element that can cause us to almost dissociate from our own personal eating experiences in order to either fit in, um, in order to appease people. So there's reasons why we might do that. So when you're, when you do this ahead of time and you're in a time in your own life of emotional neutrality, so this could be when you're not feeling triggered, you're not feeling activated, uh, you can do it right now after you listen to this, right? Where it's you're, it's totally unrelated. You're in an experience right now where food isn't really something that's on your mind. So you have that blank canvas to imagine and get creative. Okay, so what you want to do is you want to think about, think, you know, create a scenario in your mind, visualize it in your mind, and try to call in the the emotional sensations that might arise in these events or in these situations. And you want to ask yourself, what is it about that dinner or those cookies or that specific food that's unique to you that evokes certain feelings, whether that's nostalgia, anticipation, whatever the feeling is that that context or that food or that food brings up in you, you want to get familiar with how that feels in your body, okay? Because by understanding the emotional and the nervous system connection, you can approach the holidays with a widened capacity, right? You can approach the holidays now with a widened capacity, almost like you've already experienced it. And this is what I like to call it's intentional mindfulness, Right? And from that place of intentional mindfulness and a widened capacity in a neutral, in an emotionally neutral time, you can then create a plan for how to soothe ourselves when and if we get activated during the holiday season. Right? So you really want to somatically recollect as much as you can before the holiday season so that the first, the, when it happens during the holiday season, it's not the first time, or your body doesn't think it's the first time. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is eating with intention. So eating with intention is that you want to remember that during holiday season, I would consider that the level of abundance 
even excess that is often on the menus during the holiday season is in full force. Right? There are so many opportunities to eat and there are so many choices for food. Okay, so it's not just the volume of food that's available during holiday season. And so um, paralysis, you know, choice, paralysis by analysis as far as choice goes or uh, choice overwhelm, decision fatigue comes into the into the picture. Uh, FOMO comes into the picture. Um, there are also so many opportunities to eat, right? So all these different choices are so tempting. And it's so easy to rush through meals and make sure that we get to every bite. So it's so easy to forget about our own hunger cues, satiety cues, and just go full force from FOMO and just feel like I need to try everything. And what happens there is that, like I said, we lose the connection to our hunger cues and we can lose the connection to our hunger cues because there's so many opportunities to eat and the meal times vary, um, the the density of food varies, right? Like you might be having, oh, you just, you might be eating at very odd times. Um, you might not be in control of everything you're eating. And so it's really important when you don't have control over everything you're putting in your body and it's not that realistic for you to maybe get the control that, you know, you might be at the mercy of a restaurant or at someone else's holiday party um, or, you know, you might show up somewhere and you don't think there's going to be food, but then there ends up being food. There's just so many things that happen during this holiday season. And so eating with intention is really about checking in with yourself and saying, am I truly hungry? And what can I choose to eat that's in the, the highest integrity with my goals, but also my enjoyment? And let's try not to get into a place where my enjoyment makes me feel shame or guilt around my goals. Okay, so it's so important to remember that your North Star when it comes to eating needs to be hunger cues and the desire and integrity to be connected to your goals. So you can enjoy every single holiday treat, but there has to be discretion so that you can still align your behavior with eating and your bigger health goals. Okay, so discernment is inextricably linked with eating with intention. Okay, so there has to be a connection to your hunger, connection to your satiety, integrity with your goals, and then discernment. And the last one that I'm going to talk about today is savoring. Okay, so savoring is a big one because it requires us to reframe our belief system around pleasure. Savoring is the guiltless permission you give yourself to indulge in a pleasurable experience without shame. So the way that you succeed at savoring is to plan to savor. 
you look forward to savoring in fact, right? Savoring paves the way so that you can approach the holiday season with excitement and not dread. Okay, so here is a simple method to explore the practice of savoring. Before you sit down to eat, what I want you to do is imagine that imagine that that food that maybe is something that you're like, oh, this is something that I that is a, an indulgent. This is something that might cause me to feel urgency. This is something I'm not sure I could have control over. This is something that is quote unquote bad. Before you sit down, I want you to first get comfortable with admitting to yourself, I want this. And giving yourself that permission that you're going to have it. Right? So you're going to tell yourself, I am safe and I am going to give myself permission to eat what I desire. Then take a deep breath. Then when you go and you get the food, instead of it being this like shameful secret thing where you're hiding it or you're just like, you know, pretending like it's not happening, you're going to do the opposite. You're going to make it almost like a celebration. So you're going to take a good serving, right? Meaning like the serving size is going to be appropriate. Okay. This isn't a shameful thing. So you don't need to take a massive serving because you're like, oh, screw it. I already am screwing up. So I might as well just take a massive, huge piece or whatever it is, a massive amount. No, you're doing this, you're savoring. So you're going to take an appropriate portion size and, and you're going to go and you're going to sit and you're going to eat it and it's going to be an intentional experience. Then as you eat it, you're going to focus your attention on the flavors, the textures, the aromas. You're going to you're going to focus on the pleasurable things of this and you're going to actually let your body and your nervous system and your taste buds and your senses enjoy. You're going to eat slowly and fully taste each bite. You're going to pause in between each bite to ensure you're focusing on your experience in the current moment. Try not to worry about wanting more after it's gone or fearing that you're going to be a slave to its flavors and won't be able to control yourself to not go back for seconds and thirds. Try not to focus on the, on, on the future. Right? Try to stay really, really present. Because savoring is the practice of true empowerment and self-worth. Okay, really it is. You have all the power, not the food. So your ability to feel safe, feel pleasure, feel enjoyment from food, all comes from the attitude in which you eat the food. Okay, you have all the power, not the food. So this is such a simple but powerful practice that can help slow your brain down enough to catch up with your stomach, which in turn leads to less overeating and less shame and less guilt. Okay, so these are the three things that I want you to practice during the holiday season, but also you can try and practice it even before the holiday season starts. Okay, so let's just review. So it's somatic 
recollection, intentional eating, and savoring. Okay, so we want to admit and acknowledge that holidays can trigger a ton of feelings of overwhelm and stress, which can lead to overeating if we don't have the awareness and the actionable tools, the mindfulness tools to manage our emotions, manage our stress. Um, If we don't have these tools in our toolkit, it's going to be much more difficult to navigate emotional eating over holiday season. So there's many techniques that you can use other than these. Of course, you know, having boundaries, getting into your body. Um, I myself like to establish, I do grounding practices. I establish grounding practices. So for me, that's yoga, that's walking meditation, that's seated meditation, that's breath work, um, you know, that is swimming, that's jogging, right? So for me, I like to engage my body for grounding because oftentimes um, when we're activated, it's because there's energy circulating our nervous system and our bodies in this really fast way. And sitting right still can often be really hard. And so finding grounding in sitting can often be hard. So for me, I like to engage my body and then sit afterwards. So that's what I like to do. Um, But like I said, any kind of movement could work. Um, You know, pausing, not, you know, kind of taking a break from the cell phone, taking a break from uh, being pinged and external stimuli from social media. Um, I really like earthing, which could be walking barefoot on the grass, or my my uh, variation of earthing is lying on a floor. Right? I feel like laying on a floor, there's something truly just grounding about that. I just feel like it's a big exhale right when I lay on the floor, <laughs> just let myself just lay there. These are all amazing techniques that can help calm your mind and can also help to give you that opportunity to to create space so that you don't reach for food in times of stress and that you don't reach for food in times of celebration because there's uh, you know there's mindlessness happening. So being able to just stay grounded in your body, is really, really key. So that is it for today's episode. And I just want you to remember that this season is an opportunity to celebrate and connect with loved ones. It's also an opportunity for you to reflect, right? So if holiday season for you, and I've had these before where it wasn't an opportunity for me to, it wasn't that celebratory. I wasn't connecting. It was more of a reflective introspective holiday season, more solitary. So whichever holiday season you're planning to have, just remember that food can very much be a nurturing and nourishing part of that celebration without becoming a source of stress or guilt. 
Don't forget to join us again next week for another new episode about emotional eating so that you can fall in love with eating, start losing weight, and keep it off with sustainable strategies and lasting change. And if you jo- if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with someone who might benefit from this message. Now, I know from personal experience that healing from emotional overeating can be so difficult, especially during the holidays. It can seem impossible to stay on track when you're surrounded by temptation. All the holiday dinners, parties with friends, work events, and cookie platters from well-meaning acquaintances. But here's the truth. Our brains are wired to crave those treats. It's a biological response to the nostalgia of the season. But remember, food is not the real temptation. So if you're ready to stop worrying about those yummy treats and start reframing your mindset around how you relate to eating before you have to even deal with holiday overwhelm, then I want to share something with you. I'm offering a special discount on my training on empowered eating over the holiday season only from October 20th to October 23rd. This self-guided pre-recorded masterclass and detailed workbook will take you through eating strategies that provide you with the freedom to indulge in your favorite treats and enjoy them without gaining weight or feeling guilt, tools to understand how to eat until you're satisfied and not stuffed because there's a difference, mindfulness skills to disrupt a binge episode if you feel one coming on because of the the urgency to eat all those holiday treats, and a deeper understanding of the root cause of your specific relationship to emotional eating. During this convenient recorded training, I give you the exact method I've used personally and taught to my one-on-one clients. Now for the next 72 hours only until October 23rd, it's on sale. You can save 25% if you go to www.bewellbyak.com backslash holiday dash sale and use the coupon code holidays in all caps at checkout. I wish you all a joyous and emotionally balanced season filled with love, connection, and delicious moments of mindful eating. So until next time, be present, be kind to yourself, and savor the joy of eating. Thanks for listening to Emotional Eating Unwrapped. Unwrapped.